afternoon, good night, good day, wherever you are. This is Unleashed Unapologetically with your host, Nadej. Of course, we are coming in with um, new information, new ideas. But of course, before we go in and talk to our guests, because we have a guest this evening who is there to empower you in all ways. Before we introduce her, just want to remind you, this is Unleashed Unapologetically, where we come in we let our voice be, be heard because we want to build our confidence and we want to own it like badass. So how are we going to do that is having ourselves working on our health, our wealth, our relationship and our personal development. That's why I always ensure that we bring words of empowerment that would help you work on those four pillars. Having said that, we have our guest this evening, Melissa Voss. And Melissa is a transformational coach who helps you if you are dealing with stressors and you are obsessing over eating and you're making it a stress. Well, she's there. She's going to help you and guide you along the way so you could actually live your life at peace enjoy what you eat but do not put it as a stress on yourself on your body on your mental and even around those who you love your surroundings and she would help you find that as you are building your confidence as you are building yourselves as you are creating the best life that you always wanted if you want to be happy well she's the coach who will guide you through that path so you know how i roll when i start introducing my guests i keep on going but i decided i'm going to let melissa introduce herself more just so you get to know what got her to be where she's at and start coaching and even to lead not just women but people who are struggling with the stressors of overeating, obsessing about eating, and even putting the stress on themselves that we call, of course, burnout. So Melissa, welcome to the platform. How are you? Thank you, Nadesh. I'm great. It's good to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It is always a pleasure to have guests who are coming in to empower everybody. And you this evening, you are bringing that. And I couldn't stop thinking about how we actually we let stressor comes in and the first thing we do we aim towards something that is sugary so help us understand what got you into the transformation and to become a transformational coach and to guide people and help them free from sugar stress and being able to build their themselves and having great habits without being obsessed by it. Yeah, it was my journey. I was a stressed out, overwhelmed mom who was using sugar to cope. We had a newborn baby who wasn't sleeping. We had a two-year-old daughter who had some sensory challenges and some undiagnosed allergies. My husband was traveling for work and I was exhausted and frustrated and I actually had just gotten a PTSD diagnosis from childhood trauma and so sugar was my go-to. I used it to push down the feelings, to try to give myself energy and I realized it was doing more harm than good and through a very long drawn out process I discovered that I needed to break free from it and I needed to learn to feel my feelings instead of stuffing them with sugar. So I went down the, the journey of, of coaching and healing and 
learning about nutrition and food as medicine and food as energy. And that changed everything for me. And so it led me to become a coach because I knew there are other women who were doing the same thing and who are where I was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yes, you are absolutely right. <laughs> there are many who are going through the path of aiming towards something that is sugary because that's the way they can cope with it. And I know I have gone through that route, you know, several times where, you know, um, whenever there's that anger, there's the, the burnout or feeling overwhelmed, the first thing we go to, it's a whole bag of M&M almonds. I won't share my secrets, but... <laughs> or we'll go to Kit Kat, or, you know, it could be, you know, a, a type of food, but still has lots and lots of sugar in it. And I could say, I, I, I work with your children as well. And it's amazing to see how they aim to catch up as if ketchup was food. So if, I, if we see young children acting that way and behaving that way, we can tell ourselves we do the same thing you know, when we take the things that are not really helping our body develop better and feel good, you know? So in the process of you realizing that the sugar was not really helping, what was the first thing you did? How did you jump out of it and be like, oh my God, what am I doing to myself? <laughs> Well, I didn't even know I was doing it to myself. That's what was so shocking to Dej was that we are, because our son wasn't sleeping, we did some chiropractic care with him. And I took him to the chiropractor and she was like, he's really off. What did you eat? Cause I was nursing him. And I was like, oh, I had some Oreos, guilty, right? And then she was like, well, how many did you have? And I'm like, well, you're not supposed to ask me because I ate like the whole package woman. Like I was overwhelmed. And I was so embarrassed that she asked me that because I was fine to say, you know, I had some Oreos, but the amount was what kind of got me. And she said, you are not doing your baby or yourself any favors by eating that way. I know it's stressful and I know it's overwhelming, but we need to find some other things for you to do when you feel that way. And that was kind of my light bulb moment of, oh my gosh, okay, maybe maybe there's something to this. Um, so between that and the the PTSD diagnosis, I met with a naturopath and she did my vitamin and mineral levels and did a lot of testing. And a lot of my things were in the toilet because of how I had eaten. I was living off of sugar and carbs and not getting any nourishment. Mm -hmm. And so she gave me a bunch of supplements and I started to feel better on the supplements. And then I just feel like as I continued to kind of build back up my body and my health of that first, and then I started to get rid of the Oreos and the candy. And there were just different things that I cut out and I just felt so much better. And I'm like, I don't want to go back there. Thank you. It's always good um, to hear, you know, when we share those personal um, stories, because there, there, there has to be, and I know for sure that, that there are others who are going through the same when we are on a journey and hearing you going through that, you know, who have gone through it and to get that aha, which was, you know, hey, whatever you're doing is not helping your son or is not helping your child because if you are, bre for those who are breastfeeding, if we're putting so much, you know, all these sugar in our system, it's not helping a baby. 
right? Or it could be your emotion changes and here you are on a high, on a low all the time, you're angry, you're, you're yelling and you're not really monitoring the way you address people around you, not realizing that that's where it's coming from. And that was me. I was angry. I was not a pleasant person to be around. And I was so unaware of my tone. I remember we were at a small group once and I said something to my husband and he was like, oh, and my friend was like, are you mad at him? And I'm like, no, why? And she said, you just sounded mad at him. And I'm like, oh, I did. Like I had no concept of how I was responding. And it was very much that roller coaster because of the blood sugar with just being all over the place and completely out of control. My goodness, my goodness. Well, I'm hoping ladies and gents who are listening that you are here this evening taking notes or this morning, wherever you are located in this world, you are taking notes because we need to know how to cope and know how to better prepare our system. First of all, our mental, because it starts there just so you can change your habit. So by you changing your habit, you went into coaching. Is that it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had such a powerful transformation and it wasn't just about weight. I mean, I obviously lost weight, but I knew that something happened in here and I liked mm-hmm. who I was and how I was showing up in the world and how I was able to really be myself and not feel like I had to hide or I just, it felt amazing. And I'm like other women and people need to know how to feel this way too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Because you know, we carry anger a lot, you know, especially us women, because we, well, we wear many hats, we do many things. We feel like we have to carry the world on our shoulders. And yeah, even when we have to carry the world in our shoulders, if we are not preparing ourselves, then we get burnt out and we, we, we cater ourselves by having a glass or two of wine or, you know, cookies and cream and all these things and not realize the effect that it could have on our bodies, but really on our mental, because for it to get to the body, it has to touch on the mental. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that connection to Dutch for me on food and mood was mind blowing because I saw it with my daughter as well with her food allergies. Like, mm-hmm. okay, when she eats these foods, she behaves a certain way. That's eye opening. <laughs> wow. Wow. So did you, did you end up changing the entire family's <laughs> diet and um, nutritional system, food in the refrigerator and the pantry, everything. So which direction did you go to? (laughs) Well, because of our daughter's food intolerances, it prompted me to get tested. Hey, guess what? She got them for me. So our son got tested and we're like, you know what? Three out of four of us are intolerant. My husband never got tested. And we're like, you know what? You're just going to have to do this by default. So we don't do gluten. We don't do dairy. And we really try to eat whole foods and natural form that haven't been packaged and processed with preservatives and dyes and that sort of thing. So that's kind of how we eat just a more whole foods-based diet, I would say. Mm -hmm, That is wonderful. That is wonderful.
as I was going through, going to through everything that you have done thus far and working with women, how you empowered women, how have you helped them, you know, the group that you work with to really get them to move on and to letting go of whatever's holding them back just so they can understand how important it is for them to work on themselves. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I do and what I love to hear women say is, wow, I really know how to listen to my body. I know when I'm hungry, I know when I'm full and I can honor and respect that. And I think when we honor and respect our bodies, we can then honor and respect ourselves. We can honor and respect those around us and we can just show up differently because we know what's happening of us. And that's powerful too. It's learning what foods work for you because we live in a world of one size fits all diets and we're not one size fits all people. So really what your body needs and what foods work for you and work against you. And I think that's where that calm and that confidence comes in is learning to listen to your body and knowing what works for you. And that's, that's really powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Oh my goodness. Now <laughs> I know. <laughs> Cause I know definitely I, I'm not going to lie. I love, you know, some sweets, but I know also that I, I've realized when I decided I was going to make a lot of changes in my life, that's like four years ago, I started, you know, the end of 2000, I would say 2016, the end when I realized that I had a lot of breaking points happening around me and I went on that journey, really dove into the journey in 2017 where there were a lot of things that I was changing. And of those things, sugar was also something that I cut out. I cut out watching television years, you know, I'll watch some TV, but not hooked on it, you know, or even the news. That was something that I eliminated over 10 years now. But when it comes to sugar, I don't take, you know, I'm a tea drinker. That's why I don't know if you notice in my questionnaire as, you know, tea or coffee. (laughs) And I do not add, you know, sugar in my tea. I just prepare the tea and I drink it. It's good like that. Actually, there's still that little sweetness in it. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that. You could still taste it. So there are a lot of, you know, things in sugar that I limited. So there's not much. I don't have really, I don't really have that in the house. And if I have it, it's only for guests if they need, you know, to have coffee, even coffee, I didn't have, I didn't used to have in my house, except when my mother comes over or my aunt or a friend, but I tried not to, but it's just to eliminate the sugary and therefore the candies and stuff like that, when they are here, yeah, I kind of hooked on them because they're there in my face. It's like, you know, you, um, the seafood diet, you see it yes. and you want it. <laughs> yes, and it calls your name and you're like, oh, yes, I'll come get you. Yes. <laughs> but at some point, I know there's, there's a limit. So therefore, I go for one or two and then after mm-hmm. that, that's it until the next time when I crave for it again. So I, help me understand, is it okay if we have a craving because we could tell the difference when we have a craving and when we just go for it without like without limit Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when we crave something, our body's telling us something. So either it could be that we need something in that food and there is a deficiency where we do need chocolate actually. So um, that could be a part of it or it could be something else going on that we're craving in our life. Maybe it's more connection. Maybe it's more peace. We're overwhelmed and we kind of use that sugar to kind of help us calm down. So I think the key is to kind of step back and get curious on what's underneath that craving and what could it mean? Is it physical hunger? If so, I say eat it because if we don't, we get into deprivation and we go over here, we deprive, we deprive, we deprive, and then we get it and we binge, we binge, we binge because we haven't had it. So it's all about finding that sweet spot for you. Mm. Wake up, Nadej. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you. I love the light bulb that just flickered <laughs> because, you know, I'm hearing you saying that we need to be curious about what our bodies is telling us, you know, or are telling us. And sometimes we don't, we are so caught up into, we are stressed, we are stressed, we are stressed. And you know, oh my God. And then each time we go past and we see something that is really calling us, we go and we take it, not realizing that our bodies are telling us something. And you touch a point that maybe I'm, I'm pretty sure many others are thinking the same way. Yeah, we may need peace even. It's not sugar for sugar, but sugar for connection. Sugar to speak to someone. Sugar because there's a crying for out loud or you know, there's something missing that we're not getting. And boom, chakalaka. <laughs> Because let's be honest, Nadesh, sometimes it's easier to grab the chocolate and not deal with it, you know, or the ice cream or the chips. And it just is, especially after the last year, It's it's been easier to fall into that because there's been so much out of our control mm -hmm. that I think sometimes we go for what we can control and it's what we put or don't put in our mouth sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, emotion are carry so many different way when we have those emotions that are built up emotions because the relationship did not work out emotions because the children are crying emotions because there's a trauma that happened in our past you know someone that we lost and like you said the pandemic has really been highly it highly affected people to a point that many at this point, they don't know who they are and they're trying to figure out how to get back on that road where they were before the pandemic. And they carry on to going for something sweet or, you know, and again, everybody's confined at home. You cannot go anywhere. So why not going to the closet and the pantry and get all that we can eat, right? It's like McDonald's, get it all. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all you can eat. Yep. Yep. Oh my goodness, this is so informative. <laughs> and I'm really loving that you are coming in with your own journey to help others, you know, build into understanding why it's important first for them to know, to hear their mindset, to hear their mental when it's speaking to them, but also to observe their entire body. And I love that word because that's a word I go by, live curiously. So understand your body with a curious mind so you could see when it's going up, when it's going down, when your tone of voice is changing, you know, or even the way you carry yourself towards others. 
goodness Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also a big proponent of curiosity. It's so funny though, because the context I use it in is get curious about Mm -hmm. your relationship with food and why you're going for it. I think so many times we'll judge it and we'll say, well, this food is good or this food is bad or it's healthy or not healthy and I should, I shouldn't. Well, take those labels off and replace Mm -hmm. the judgment with curiosity and ask, what am I really looking for in this moment? Yes. Yes. (laughs) We solved it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is juicy. Take notes. Take notes. I need everybody to really take notes because it's not only women, it's men as well. And those are the things we need to know. By the way, as I'm saying it, are you a female coach or everyone coach or a male coach? Mainly female. Just because that's what I am, that's what I know. I relate much easier to women just because I am one. And I think we have more words too. (laughs) (laughs) But if someone who is struggling happens to be a man Mm -hmm. and, you know, that person is in the audience and listening and they know for sure that this is me. This is how I'm feeling. And I think she could really help me. You're not going to deny, are you? No, 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 Definitely. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So ladies and gents, are you listening? You know, be tentative to reach out and connect with Melissa because yes, yeah, she comes in to help you break free from that sugar stress that you carry on. That stress that brings you to feel detached from the world or from yourself even because we we when we lose ourselves we are detaching from everything from our you know the way we think the way we carry our bodies sometimes we become procrastinators and we don't want to do anything and recently i was preparing for a workshop that i had to do melissa and there's something that was that came to my mind and i I realized that and i actually wrote it down A lot of time when we are losing ourselves, we are losing ourselves because it's still a cry out for something, but we do not know how to better approach it, how to connect. So therefore we go and drag ourselves even, you know, so we carry ourselves in our mind. We're thinking we're doing the right thing, but we are not you know, because we just directing ourselves somewhere else that is totally away from what we're supposed to be and who we supposed to become. So it's where the darkness really falls in. What do you think on that? Yeah, I think you're so right, because I think that was me with motherhood. Like, I don't think I really knew who I was before I had kids. And then we had kids and it was just like, wow, I, I don't know how to do this. I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to fail. And it was very much the experience that you just described. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm. And it could be hard for some people who have never, you know, dealt with any sort of, you know, tragedy or challenges, you know, that high in their lives and now they they get to that stance and you know it's like stage fright not knowing if they should go up or down so what would you suggest to someone who's going through such situation it may not have been because they have children it could have been because they lost a relationship or you know their jobs you know for instance last year 
many people have lost their jobs and now they are in the search of finding jobs again. And with the new virtual world that we are living in, everything basically is being done, except if you go to a restaurant that needs hands-on, but everything else is kind of directing themselves and diverting towards virtual learning, virtual doing, virtual acting, everything is virtual. So what would you say to someone who has never been in a virtual world, who's feeling overwhelmed, and the first thing they tend to do is losing themselves and carrying on to sugar? Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing, and this has been really helpful for me today, is just to figure out what the root of that overwhelm is. So if you are feeling overwhelmed about showing up in a virtual world, which is a new space for you, what's underneath that? Is it fear that you're not going to show up correctly? Is it fear of not being accepted? And I think if we can identify the feeling and just verbalize it, we get it out and it doesn't have power on us. Because when I was my feelings inside, that's when I was trying to stuff them. But if we can do the opposite and get them out, maybe journal about it, maybe talk with a friend, just release those feelings. I think that's really powerful because then we can say, okay, so I'm worried about this. I'm afraid of this. And that's what it is. And if it happens, it will be okay. If it doesn't happen, it will be okay. And deep breathing <laughs> is always good too. I'm a big fan of like breath work and doing, you know, the five, five, seven breaths. So you can calm your sympathetic nervous system with your parasympathetic nervous system and kind mm -hmm. of integrate the two. And that's helpful too. So mm -hmm. deep breathing and, and getting your feelings out. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I love what you said. You don't, if you don't have somebody to talk to, you could always write it down and journaling about it. And yes, that's a great step. You know, we all need to practice in our lives. And I call these things the practice because uh, again, I always use this analogy, the same way we go to a doctor and they have a practice, we go to a soccer practice. We need to see ourselves and create a practice for ourselves where we, we get up every morning at the same time. We make it a routine, but it's our practice because it's in our center, our bodies, our mind, and we start there. And I'm loving that you are sharing that with us. Oh my goodness. Should we let you go already? No, I don't think so. <laughs> we can do this for days. <laughs> I am loving this conversation. Right now, there are women who are curious because they are, especially, um, should I say millennial, who are not yet at the state where they, they, they haven't really realized who they are. So they're still in the kitty mindset and, and the adulting yes. <laughs> that they're trying to do. So therefore, there's a, they, they still having the, the kitty habits. So how do you help them separate from the kitty habits just so they can understand that, you know, it's okay to let go of that, um, the old way of doing things when they were young 
and understanding that if they want to have a healthier lifestyle and a less stress and be at peace and understand their generation as well because there's a that's i think the anxiety is coming because they haven't really understood their generation it's going too fast for them so how do you help young people I think the key is to really figure out what they want and why they want it and have that be their driving force because a lot of we think we want something I remember being in that stage of life and thinking oh well I want this and I want that and I look back and the reason I wanted it wasn't because I wanted it it was because it what was what I felt I had to do in society or from family pressure but if you can really you know kind of look within and ask why do you want to do this in what do you want and have that be your like north star that's really powerful because then you know that you're in tune with yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i love that because you know they're they still in on limbo <laughs> with their mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. um and as you see we always feel like the years are changing and going so fast and um you see that okay we're already in generation z and the they are still having they have not yet figured out you know where they are because they're still between the generation x and all that were before so it, it, it i could feel the pressure because i have i was just having a conversation with a young lady and she was saying how her mind is still you know it's always working because i was saying when if you put you know some meditation music and she's a singer you know would you stay and follow would you just stay still and not do anything and she was saying her mind is always wondering because she's thinking there's so many other things that she needs to do and i can understand where that thought is coming from because i know at some point i was there but i know that i also needed to center myself and by centering ourselves you know as coaches we know we have to learn how to do it but not everybody really knows too and in a direction such as the one that you you lead people and you help people create for themselves the path that they are creating i could tell that you know that would be helpful because a lot of them are still you know thinking young and thinking the same thing that a young child would do which is let's go first for the cookie mommy is giving me cookie and milk it's breakfast you know yeah. and <laughs> or we go to mcdonald and get um me, what happy meal that's what it's called and yeah. again we get all the sugar there and not realizing it so oh my gosh <laughs> melissa <laughs> what are if you were to leave us with few tips i'm only asking for two what are two tips you could leave us with a couple instead of a few okay Well, I think I already alluded to the first one, but replace judgment with curiosity because that Mm is powerful in every area of your life. The second thing, and this might sound really simple, but stay hydrated. Like I think a lot of times we are dehydrated and that comes across as a craving or it comes across as a headache. Like there's so many implications of dehydration. So make sure you're hydrated because it really does impact overall health. And I think the last thing is just to know that you're worth taking care of and that you matter and your health and your life and how you show up in the world, it really does matter to everybody, not just you, but everyone around you. So I think some people say that, you know, taking care of yourself is selfish or, oh, I don't have time for that. Well, you really mm. do because 
it enables you to not only care for your family better, but the people that you're called to serve. So I absolutely think there's value in taking time and slowing down and caring for yourself. Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing so much beauty this evening. You know, that was joyful. I really enjoyed the conversation and I really am embrace i embraced everything you shared because i know it's helping a soul and if it can help a soul it would help millions you know so i am encouraging people ladies and gents on the you know the audience listening to this pod podcast you know where are my words <laughs> i always say okay too much talking all day with kids now we have to do the grown-up talk but yes, what we are saying is I'm encouraging you to take into what Melissa has shared for you to start being curious about yourself. You know, curiosity does not kill the cat. Okay. Where did so that even come from, by the way? Like, come on. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know it doesn't kill the cat, nope. uh, you know, so be curious, go on that venture. I, admire your body and listen to it just so you could know when the craving comes in why it's craving for because that's what we need to know identifying where the problem is coming and if you are looking forward to know more and work more with melissa where can they find you melissa sure my website is free to the number two and then letter b coaching.com so free the number two the letter b coaching.com all right, free to be coaching.com. Awesome. And are you on the social media, other social media platforms? Just so if they are there, do you have a group or somewhere where they can hang with you more and learn from you more? Yeah, I would love that. My Facebook group is Happy Healthy Mama Tribe. You can find me there. And then I'm also on Instagram as I think it's free to be underscore coaching. Okay, wonderful. And we'll also add that, you know, on later on so people can always find you because we want people to find you and learn how to cope with that when they have the stress, how that are leading them towards sugar, how they can go and deviate that and make sure that the platform that they are setting for themselves in their home is a healthy platform because it's all about health if you want to be wealthy you need to think about your health first because you need to be awake you need to be in good condition your skin your body just so when you go into creating the wealth that you want for yourself at least you're not going to faint because right. you are having too much sugar in your system and not really taking care of your body I mean, as much as I'm having this conversation and I'm enjoying it because it's a great conversation and we are laughing, but we are saying it to you because you need to hear it from those who are the experts and they know how it can help you. That's why Melissa is here this evening to empower us and help us know as we are building our confidence, we definitely need to work on the things that are holding us back from building that confidence and building our self-esteem and actually be unapologetic. On that, ladies and gents, we wanna say thank you to Melissa Rolfs for being here this evening, helping us understand how important it is and how she can really help us break free from those sugar that we are injecting our body with. 
and also find peace as we are building our best self and becoming the best version of ourselves. So that was Unleashed Unapologetically. Good night, good afternoon, good day, wherever you are. Thank you again, everyone. Melissa, thank you to you. Thank you for having me, Nadege. I loved it. We should do it again soon. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>